0: Praise Him, and welcome to the Believe Right, Live Right podcast. I'm Eugene Hill, Senior Pastor of Kingdom Recovery Ministry, located in Phoenix, City, Alabama, where we believe if you can change what you believe, you can change your life. Christianity is not about right doing, it's about right believing. Transformation takes place when you believe. What Jesus did on the cross is powerful, when you believe, It can and it will change your life. We call it the good life, the grace life, excelling in every area of life. Father God has a life-changing word just for you today. Are you ready? Let's get right to it.
1: Father, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for this day and for this time, Lord God, to come together, Lord God, in your name, Lord. Because we know if we are gathered together in your name, that you are in our midst. So, Father, we acknowledge your power and your presence, your anointing and your grace in this place, O God. We just ask, O Lord, that you have your way in this place. You think through our minds. You speak through our vocal cords. Let it be all of you and none of us on tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Somebody say amen. 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 Well, God has given us this subject on tonight, uh, KRM. Because Pastor has been preaching, I don't know, the last few weeks about um spending time with Jesus, amen. About forming an intimate relationship with him. <clears throat> and we want to just delve into that, go around that that mountain. Remember the illustration he gave on Sunday? Go around that mountain, go on that same path, but we're going to go a little bit higher on tonight. Amen. Uh So from this subject, time with Jesus equals relationship. Time with Jesus or time spent with Jesus equals relationship. See, if you want a relationship with Jesus, then you're going to have to spend time with him. Amen. Amen. And in order to have that right relationship that uh, Pastor touched on on Sunday in Second Corinthians, chapter five, that intimate one on one relationship with Jesus, then we're going to have to spend time with him. We're going to have to spend time with Jesus. In fact, uh, the Lord just took me back to our little phrase that we talked about maybe a few weeks ago. And tonight, I want to say it like this. No time with Jesus, no relationship. All right. right. No time, like no prayer, no power, no time with Jesus, no relationship with Jesus. But now, if you spend some time with Jesus, you'll have somewhat of a relationship with Jesus. See, as a matter of fact, you're spending some time with Jesus right now because every time we spend time in the word, we are spending time with Jesus. Amen. But I also want to throw out there at you, intimate time with Jesus will form an intimate relationship with Jesus. Amen. Amen. See, when, when, when you're intimate, Pastor said it like this on Sunday. He said it's one on one. Amen. Uh, If we go back to our illustration, even that we used on last uh, Bible study, last Tuesday night in Bible study, we talked about marriage. We used that analogy, remember? So when a husband and wife are being intimate, it's just the two of them. It's one-on-one. Y'all hear what I'm saying? So intimacy with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, when we spend intimate time with him, it's one-on-one. It's just you and him. Amen? Amen. It's just you and him. And that's what forms the intimate relationship. So how do I, how do I do that? Pastor, how do I form that intimate relationship? You spend time in the word. Amen. Amen. Why pastor? Because you, you, you spend time in this Bible. You spend time uh, with the word. And if we're talking intimacy, let me just uh, share it with you like this. Intimacy means you're, you're going to meditate in that word. You know what I'm saying? You're going to, to talk to Jesus. You know, you'll read the word. You'll talk to him about that word. You might not understand it. Or you, you know, you might think you understand it. Or you might say, Lord, what does that mean? But then you also allow him time to talk to you. Amen. Amen? Yeah. See, uh, one of the things that I want to, to share with you on tonight, see, you have to do more. Let me say it to you like this. You have to do more than just read the daily devotional. All right. See, the daily devotional, it's good. You know what I'm saying? It's good to read that. But the daily devotional is, is designed to get your mind on Jesus. Yes. It's designed to wake you up to Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like an opening. Yeah. It's, 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 it's something to get your mind. You know what I'm saying? On our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But the one on one relationship that we're talking about, it is birthed out of spending quality time with Jesus. Yeah. Somebody say quality time because quality, quality time is where you somethings in your ear not sweet nothings but sweet somethings in your ear and you want to be able to hear you don't want to all the the the, the noise if you will from the world uh, uh overshadowing what jesus is saying to you at that time Amen. so see you have to focus on him you have to meditate on the word you have to meditate in the word and i i submit to you tonight Kingdom recovery, and, and anyone else who may be listening to us at this time, men and women of God, what we are missing is we're missing that meditating part. You know, we might we might read the devotional, but you know, you might read the devotional right quick on your way to work. Or you might read your devotional right quick in the morning before you get up to, you know, take your shower, brush your teeth, wash your face. You know, you're just trying to say, okay, I woke up got some word. No. Intimacy is at that moment, you're not trying to think about what all you got to do that day. You got to go to work and all the other things you have to do to take care of your family. Intimacy is it's nothing else but you and him. (coughs) Amen. Nothing else but you and him. So let's go to some scriptures because I want to uh, share and encourage you, if you will, in the scriptures. The missing part. I'm submitting to you tonight, men and women of God, is the meditating part. Right. The meditating part. We must meditate in the word. In fact, Joshua 1.8 talks about we are to meditate in it day and night. Meditating is time. Meditating is not quick, I'm gone. Meditating is you stay right there. Amen? Amen. A minute, a, an hour, a day, a month. It might even be a year. See, when we're reading the word of God, you cannot be in a hurry. Seriously, you can't be in a hurry just to say I have read it. No. You know, sometimes I get stuck in a verse for days, for weeks, you know, for months. And I dare say for years, because I'll come back to that scripture, and God will say something else to me in that same scripture. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5, 21. We're going to read the King James and the Amplified. I'm more interested in the Amplified version, but we're going to read the King James for those of you who do not have the Amplified, okay? You have that? Ready? Read.
2: For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him.
1: Amen. Amplified.
2: The Amplified says, for our sake he made Christ virtually to be seen who knew no sin, so that in and through him we might become endued with, viewed as being in and examples of the righteousness of God, what we ought to be. Approved and acceptable in and in right relationship with him by his goodness. Somebody say right
1: relationship.
2: Right relationship. Amen. That's the part
1: that I want us to focus on. You know, we read this verse hundreds of times. You know, if the truth be told, we know Jesus was made sin for us to, uh, and he knew no sin. In him, no sin. He did no sin. Why? So that we can be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus didn't do any sin. We didn't do any righteousness. Because even whatever righteousness you think you have done, the Bible says it's as filthy rags. All right. But the point that I want us to focus here tonight in the Amplified, it says acceptable and in right relationship with him. See, church is all about relationship personal relationship. You know, as the old Baptist used to say, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. God wants us to be in right relationship with him. Amen. Amen. And then as pastor said on Sunday, you get to experience his goodness. Amen. Amen? His grace. And that comes after the right relationship. Amen. Amen. The intimacy and I want to focus on intimacy because you might say, well, you're in a right relationship. Then that might mean it's a wrong relationship. No, what I am in submitting to you is that that intimate one-on-one time where you're not rushing. You're not in a hurry. You just want to hear what does say at the Lord. That's that intimacy. Remember I said to you when we got started earlier, no time With Jesus, no relationship. Sometime with Jesus, some of a relationship, somewhat of a relationship. See, you are spending some time with him right now Mm -hmm. because we are in the word. But this is not the same as intimacy. Amen. Amen. Intimacy with me ain't nobody there but you and him. Amen. Amen. Nobody in that realm or in your environment but you and him. So right now we're gathered together, so we're getting some words. We're, we're reading the word, we're getting some uh, Jesus, some of a relationship, amen, somewhat of a relationship, but we want to go beyond this. We want to go beyond Bible study. We want to go beyond Sunday morning service. That's the only time we get the word. See, intimacy is quiet, is one-on-one, no distractions, no disturbances. You put a do not disturb sign on the door. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. That means if the phone rings, if uh, uh you get a text, that means, uh-uh, uh uh-uh, I'm not even responding to that right now. In fact, you might not even want to have your phone on or, Put it on silent or whatever the case might be when you are in your intimate time with Jesus. So you got to not let him know he is just that important to you. Amen. You've got to let him know. I'm basically, you know, forget the world. It's just me and you, Jesus. It's just me and you. Let me go on to Acts chapter 10, verse 36 and verse 38. Because God is sending his word right now. We said that last week. He's sending his word to us right now. Let's go ahead and read Acts chapter 10, verse 36, and then we're going to go right on to verse 38. Ready? Read.
2: The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. And God
1: is sending word to us right now. What word is that, Pastor? Preaching peace by Jesus Christ. Who is the Lord of all? Verse 38.
2: How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him.
1: God sent that word about Jesus, about how he anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power. God did that for a reason. Amen? He did that to do what, Pastor? He did that, anointed Jesus, so that Jesus could go about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. He, he anointed Jesus, amen, so that Jesus could obey him. Mm-hmm. He anointed, see, you got you to see what God is saying here. He anointed Jesus to do what needed to be done. There were people that needed to be healed at that time. There were people who needed to see some goodness. And so what God is saying to us on tonight is he anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power to do what? To die for us on the cross. He anointed Jesus to forgive all our sins. Amen. So you got to hear this word. God is sending this word to you now, right now. Amen. He anointed Jesus to become sin for us. We just read that in 2 Corinthians. Amen. Amen. He anointed Jesus to obey, to keep the law because he knew we couldn't keep the law. Amen. Amen. He anointed Jesus to, to show people that somebody could treat people right. All
2: right.
1: Amen. And he anointed Jesus to love everybody. In other words, check this out. He anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power to do all the things that you don't do. He anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and with power to do all the things you can't do. To do all the things you won't do. Amen. Amen. God, this is the word that he's sending to us on tonight. How he anointed Jesus to do all of these things we can't do, we won't do, we don't do. Amen? He, to be sin for us so that we could be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen? That's what we're shouting about. Amen? And so we, we have to understand and, and get uh, into this relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to see his goodness. To, to see how kind he is. To see how loving he is. Amen. 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 To see how self, self-sacrificial self he is. Amen. On our behalf. Amen. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5.18. That's right back there near 5.21. I should have told you to you hold your place there. But God did this for a reason, y'all. Jesus went through everything he went through on our behalf. Or For us. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. He did it for you. He did it for me. 2 Corinthians 5.18. We'll read that in the King James and the Amplified. Ready. Read.
2: And all things are of God. Who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Go ahead
1: and read that in the Amplified.
2: The Amplified read. But all things... Are from God, who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave to us the ministry of reconciliation, that by word and deed we might aim to bring others into harmony with him.
1: Amen. It says God uh, anointed Jesus, and then this verse says, all things are from God. Who through, somebody say through Jesus Christ. See, that through there means God used Jesus, Mm -hmm. amen, to uh, receive us into favor. So that you could get favor, so that I can get the favor of God. God used Jesus to reconcile us to himself. To bring us back, if you will, into that right relationship with him. Amen. Bring us back into harmony and peace with God. God anointed Jesus. Amen. With the Holy Ghost and power so that he could use him to bring us back to him. Amen. God used Jesus. And because Jesus basically submitted himself and obeyed God, the Bible tells us in Philippians, obey obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Jesus submitted himself so that we could be brought back into a right relationship with God. And now we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. God used Jesus. He anointed him. Amen. And God wants to use you. Amen. He wants to use you. In in this particular in um, Acts, the one that we just read in in Acts chapter 10, where uh, that chapter is talking about how Peter, well, Cornelius sent for Peter, and Peter came to Cornelius' house, and he had gathered together all of his, his family and his friends uh, to hear what Peter had to say to them. And how was Peter able to tell Cornelius and his family uh, what God told him? Amen? How was uh Peter able to do this. Peter was able to do this because he spent time with Jesus. Peter and the other disciples spent time with Jesus. See, when you spend time with Jesus, you're going to have something to tell somebody too. Amen? See, God sent Peter to uh, Cornelius' house because Peter had spent time with Jesus. Therefore, Peter was in a position to tell Cornelius and all of his relatives stuff, if you go on and read that chapter, Peter said, I'm really not talking about what somebody told me. This is my way of paraphrasing. Peter said, we we were witnesses, eyewitnesses of this. This is not what somebody told me. This is what I witnessed with my own eyes, Peter said. That's in verse number 39, if you want to check it out. Amen. But what I'm saying to you is when you spend that intimate time with Jesus, amen, when you come into that knowledge and that understanding, God wants to use you, too, really to tell other folk really what Jesus tells you. <laughs> amen? amen? And that's, that's good news. Amen? Let's go to, uh, I want to go to this uh, book in the Bible, Isaiah chapter 43. One of my favorite uh, chapters in the Bible In fact, it's uh, one of my favorites because, you know, way back when I was asking the Lord why I was here and why I was born and, you know, why am I even on this earth? He took me to Isaiah chapter 43. And when he took me, he told me straight up Isaiah 43, 7. That's the way God talks to me. He'll give me a, a book, a chapter and a verse. I have not a clue what it'll say, but when I get there, it's exactly what I need. And that's the way Isaiah 43.7 was for me at that time in my life. You know how you get all de- down, depressed, and why am I even living? Why am I even here? You know, those kind of times. That was the kind of time I was having, and God told me Isaiah 43.7. Amen? Amen. Let's go there, and let's read um, 43.7, and then we're going to read 43.10. Ready? Read,
2: even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him.
1: Hallelujah.
2: Ten, Mm -hmm. ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. In
1: other words, God answered my question. Why was I born? Why am I here? Why am I on this earth? God told me straight up. He said, you've been created for my glory. Verse 7. For I have created everyone who's called by my name. I've created him for my glory. I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. God said, I formed you, Agatha. I'm the one that made you. You've been created for my glory. And that let me know, y'all, from from that time forward in my life, everything that I did had to bring glory and honor and praise to God. Mm-hmm. Amen. It, it, that's why I was here on earth, to bring glory and honor and praise to God. Mm-hmm. No longer have I had to ask that question anymore mm-hmm. in my life. I knew why I was here. I, I knew what my purpose was. Mm-hmm. Amen. And as you spend... <clears throat> time with 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 our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that one-on-one intimate time you too will know your purpose in life and I I, I, want to share with you and submit to you because that's what happened in my life once I came to understand my purpose then everything started to fall in place in my life amen Once you know your purpose and your purpose is going to be birthed out and born out of that intimate relationship. That's how you're going to know what your purpose is. Amen. And once I knew my purpose, once I knew why I was here, why I had been born, why I was here on earth. Then other things in my life, in fact, everything in my life started to fall in place. Up until that time, it was basically a hit and a miss. Mm -hmm. And mostly a miss, if you want to know the truth about it. And so I'm just submitting to us. I love what it says here. Verse 10, he says, you are my witnesses, my servants whom I have chosen. God, let me know I chose you. Amen. You didn't really choose me. It says in the New Testament, I have chosen you. That was good news to me to even know God chose me to know he thought enough of me to choose me. See, if you've ever been where I was at that time, so low and so down in my life, you think that you're, you know, I was thinking I wasn't worth anything to anybody. But God let me know I was important to him. Amen. He said, I've chosen you. Why? That you can know, believe and understand that I am he. See, when you when you get some understanding, like it tells us in Proverbs and all you're getting, get understanding. Wow. You are you on the way, as pastors say, to going higher and higher up that mountain. Amen. (laughs) Understand that I am he. God said, before me, there was no God for him and neither shall there be after me. That let me know, you know, there is no God besides the one that I serve. Amen. Amen. And so relationship brings purpose. Relationship is going to bring vision in your life. Relationship is going to lead you to your destiny. Amen. Amen. When you've been chosen, you've been chosen by God to be a witness and to share the good news about Jesus. When you eat and drink with him, God is forming this intimate relationship. Eat what? Eat the word. Drink of the water of the word. Amen. And you'll know what he wants you to do. Amen. He wants us to be witnesses. He wants us to preach everything and to teach and to tell others everything that he has told us. And when we get to that stage, everything else in your life is going to come after you realize your true purpose in life. Everything is will fall into place. Amen. Other relationships. Amen. Uh, If he wants you to have a business, that's going to fall into place. If he uh, has a certain career in mind for you, that's going to fall. It just falls into place, man. Once you come into this true knowledge of who you are. And whose you are. And that's born out of this intimate relationship with him. Amen. I skipped a a verse in Acts chapter 10. Let's go back over there. Verses 39 through 42. I think I touched on 39. But I wanted to read that and have you, if you are taking notes, you might want to read that at some point in your intimate time with him. Amen. 39 through 42. Ready? Ready? Read.
2: and we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem whom they slew and hanged on a tree when god raised up the third him god raised up on him god raised up the third day and showed him openly not to all the people but unto witnesses chosen before of god even to us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead And he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which was ordained of God to be the judge of quick and dead.
1: Amen. Peter said God raised him up on the third day and showed him openly. Peter said not to everybody now. see, you got to know everybody is not going to to see what God allows you to see. Amen. Everybody is not going to know what God allows you to know. But Peter said, but unto witness is chosen. You are a witness that has been chosen by God. He will reveal things to you because he's chosen you to be his witness. I heard a a preacher preach one time. She said, you got to choose to be chosen. In other words, God chooses you, but you have to consent. That's the word I'm going to use. You have to submit. You have to receive uh, the fact that he is choosing you. Mm -hmm. Amen. So Peter says we are witnesses chosen before of God. And we are the ones who who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. Amen. God wants you to... uh, That one-on-one intimate relationship as you spend time with him, as you eat of this word, as you drink of the water of the word, he's going to reveal some things to you because you are a witness that he's already chosen before the foundation of the word. He's going to let you in on some, some secrets, some mysteries. See, that's what dwelling in the secret place is all about, church. Amen. See, it's a seat in the secret place. Some secrets are revealed. Amen. Amen. In the secret place, God reveals. He opens up. He lets you know stuff that others may not be privy to. Amen. Amen. Your time with Jesus equals relationship. No time with Jesus, no relationship. Some time with Jesus, like some we're having some time with him now. You'll have somewhat of a relationship. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about you. I want to go beyond just this time right here. I want that one-on-one intimate relationship. Yes, and that's going to come from spending some one-on-one intimate time with him. Amen? Mm-hmm. See, that relationship, that one-on-one intimate relationship, It's going to reveal your purpose in life. Amen. It's going to, God's going to show you the vision he has for your life. And ultimately to bring you to your destiny. Amen. That he has already ordained before the foundation of the world. So I just came to encourage you tonight as best as, as I can. Spend intimate time with Jesus. Because time with Jesus equals relationship. Intimate time with Jesus equals an intimate relationship. And my time (coughs) is well spent. Let's give God praise for the word. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, you, Jesus. We're going to... Go before him and just make our declaration. Amen. Ask that you repeat after me. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus thank, you for loving me thank you for loving me and for choosing me and for, and for, dying, for me and dying for me on the cross. On the cross your, precious your precious blood washes me clean, washes me clean of, every of every sin. You are my Lord, are my, Lord my Savior, my Savior now, and now and forever. I'm like Peter. I believe you rose from the dead and you are alive today because of your finished work I am now a beloved child of God heaven is my home and I am a witness thank you for giving me eternal life filling my heart my heart, with your peace, with your, your peace with, your joy, with your joy, with your Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit and, your and your grace. Thank you, Thank you. for an intimate, for an intimate
2: relationship, relationship, with you. relationship
1: with you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you all next time. Until then, remember, if you believe right, you will live right.